electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. Dow futures down, obviously, firmly in the red as some doubts creep in ahead of the U.S.-China trade talks. Boeing down up more than a percent on a couple of negative headlines will not help the index at the open either. Europe's red, 10-year below 153. September wholesale inflation runs much cooler than expected. Our roadmap begins with fading optimism for a China trade breakthrough. More companies blacklisted ahead of those talks this week. Stocks are set to open lower. Plus, NBA backlash. Broadcasts of preseason games are suspended in China, while the NBA commissioner says profit can come before principles. And as we said, Boeing under pressure. The company sued by the union representing pilots at Southwest over the now-grounded 737 MAX. So tensions between the U.S. and China ahead of trade talks scheduled for Thursday in Washington. The Trump administration adding 28 new Chinese firms to an export blacklist, citing their role in the repression of Muslim minorities in northwest China. Targets include AI startups. A spokesperson for the Chinese foreign ministry quoted as saying, stay tuned for retaliation. And then there's some additional reports out of the Chinese press that they're going to cut their Visit short by a day. Uh, Lu He apparently not carrying the title of official envoy, meaning they haven't been given official instructions from Xi. You couldn't have a worse way to start these talks. Uh, let's go back, uh, run the tape back to Friday, where Larry Cutler was very optimistic something could happen. Uh, and there were other members of the administration who were saying, what the heck? No, I mean, they haven't agreed to any of the seven deadly sins to try to roll back uh, intellectual property uh, and have something on fentanyl or whatever. The one thing that this is new, I mean, it's the Commerce Department. It's Wilbur Ross, and he's talking directly about human rights violations. The only other person that's really, that's really talked about that was Senator Warren. And uh, the human rights violations, well, that's something that there was a general manager. I don't know if he's still a general manager of anything. Still there. He, is. he still is. No, I'm very, being come no, like, you're, gonna, you know what I'm talking talk, about. Of course I do. And we're going to talk more about the China and you, the NBA thing, but it is interesting how it plays into human rights. The larger, and well, well and but, the larger conversation but, in our financial markets about the relationship well, me, between the U.S. Well, and China. You never, you didn't use the word craven? No. Billionaires are worried about viewership. And uh, they're worried about the idea that perhaps... Let's, that, let's come back, though, to, to China-U.S. Well, no, but I'm saying that, get to that this you can't be... You can't go into trade talks with someone where you're basically saying, listen, you have persecuted this minority. What is it going to like, no, let's talk about soybeans? I mean, what, where do you put the they Chinese? They have been buying more soybeans. They did start to actually increase their purchase of soybeans. Yeah. Now, on the other side, the I think it's the China Morning Post also has a story saying they're going to leave early or their plans may be to actually negotiators to leave earlier than had been anticipated. Right. This is not a, a Montana. It's not a Montana situation. No, no. So you've got a lot of things here that don't well, seem to. But the one thing is certain is, is that if to you, a great deal of success being expected were, at these upcoming talks, there were people 
who were buying stocks, betting that things were going to go okay. Uh, And I'll tell you, I don't know if you look at that little item about capital restrictions. Uh, Yes. I know that uh, there were people in the White House. I mean, I did a piece last week about how America would be saved mightily by the end of the Chinese IPOs because they've done so poorly. And my understanding is that the White House thought it was interesting. But the uh, latest we, story, guys, was the other way, wasn't it? Well, it's it's restricting flows of capital from the U.S. into yes, China. Uh, nope. Yes, China stocks the, within U.S. government pension funds. Chinese, the government, our government is not keen on any more IPOs from China. Well, uh, Kudlow's on the tape yesterday saying delisting, at least, is no not on the table. No, but but more IPOs not encouraged, is my understanding. As it is, there's a lot of funds. Remember, index funds can't buy these. Look, I'm worried. Uh, Deirdre Boso, my name, absolute favorite from out in San Francisco, was just talking about Stripe coming with a $35 billion valuation. And I'm like thinking, are they kidding me? I mean, I know it processes millions and millions of transactions, blah, 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 blah. But they're still be, they're unrealistic out there. You know what they got to do? They got to start smiling directly. Did you see how many firms? I know you're going to say, Jim, you're a far field of everything. And I have to be like, like, like Marshall Sam Gerard. I don't care. We are at a pivotal moment. We've got too many IPOs, and they won't stop. We've got China talks that are going to flop. What are they going to like suddenly say? You know what? We have. We have to stop putting Muslims in concentration camps. You're right. Is that how the talks start? Yeah, you're right. We've been. We got to get out of doing was, that. The timing was interesting for us. Interesting to, to, to uh, make a stand on behalf of the Uyghurs. Yeah. Yeah, at, at the same time that, do you know how much money is involved with China and NBA? David, even Nike's down. Can you imagine? Quite a few uh, billions. Yeah. Yes. Well, you have almost half a, half a, yeah, half a but, billion fans but do you think, in China. You know, this is about freedom of speech in China. Well, you know where else that there hasn't been that much freedom of speech? Hong Kong. Is that next? I thought you were going to say the U.S. Congress when it comes to... Trump don't appointees be, being able to be, actually speak. Don't or be not so showing cynical. Up because State Department up. says don't show That's up. That's another issue today. Sondland now not going to show well, up to okay. testify because the State Department has requested. But uh, let's say you're a Chinese negotiator. You're Chinese, and she wakes up and he says, uh, are you kidding me? They just, they just put 28 companies on, on the blacklist, including some of our most important technology companies? What do they have to do? Now, some of them are about, you could say they're spying. But this is not what this is how not how you start talks. Uh, and it does coincide with this uh, out of nowhere controversy regarding basketball. More fallout for the NBA today, as David says. Uh, CCTV announced it has suspended broadcasts of the league's preseason games. Ten cents says it will temporarily stop streaming. This in reaction to Houston Rockets GM Daryl Morey tweeting support for protesters in Hong Kong. NBA's feeling heat in the U.S. for calling that tweet regrettable. But in Tokyo, Commissioner Silver defended Morey's right to free speech. The long-held values of the NBA are to support freedom of expression, and certainly freedom of expression by members of the NBA community. And in this case, Daryl Morey, as the general manager of the Houston Rockets, enjoys that right as one of our employees. Um, what, what I also try to suggest is I understand that there are consequences from that exercise of, of in essence, his freedom of speech. and. You know, we will have to live with those consequences. It's my hope that for our Chinese fans 
and our partners in China, they will see those remarks in the context of now a three-decade, if not longer, relationship. Silver is going to go to Shanghai later in the week, but he did say, quote, we are not willing to compromise. I, look, I, yesterday there were a lot of people were saying that the NBA had this kind of shadow release saying, look, we don't condone, we favor, you know, we have long-term relationship with China. Adam Silver revealing himself once again a man of incredible principle. Uh, he's going to cost them owners a lot of money because he thinks there's something more important than money. I mean, have you ever met this guy? The guy's like a total hitter. He is not owned by anyone. He's a con- you know what he's got, David? He's got a conscience. Well, Rick Welts, the, uh, the um, general manager of the Golden State Warriors, when he joined us yesterday, was, seemed to be on that same track, Carl. More, another guy with a conscience? Rick, Rick Welts, sorry. Yes, nice I, I thought I He had a conscience, Warriors. too? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, well, he was just saying, no, we're not going to stop talking about it and or at least restrict in any way the speech of our players or general But you remember when Stalin used to white out people in when you had that meeting of everyone at the Vladivostok New Dam and it'd be like white out guys? Like, I think they whited out the Houston Rockets, right? I mean, you can't even, can't Google Houston Rockets. Nothing comes up. No, no I'm not kidding. You, you think I'm kidding? I, I, I'm sure you're not. I'm sure you're I mean, not. they just wiped out the Houston Rockets. Mal- Gao Ming? This is the biggest business story right now because I think that you have to watch Nike, which had fabulous numbers. Uh, who's going to be on the blacklist? If they said, what, at 3.30 last night, they came out and said, listen, we're ready. We're reviewing. Who is on the blacklist now? So obviously they take Apple down. I mean, doesn't Apple ever get tired of being taken? Melanox, Nike, Starbucks, so the usual back, suspects. We're back to that conversation. They've never gone there. No, they haven't. But if we ever talk nationalism, you see it actually within this dispute with the NBA. You've got a lot of Chinese nationals, obviously, who are only seeing state media and have a view of Hong Kong protests that is decidedly one way. But there is a lot of nationalism, but it's never gone to that. And the government has never proposed or or moved anyone towards any sort of these boycotts that we've been talking about now as a possibility for over a year. It all began. Things got worse. It all began with ping pong diplomacy and. Secretary Kissinger, is, is it going to end with NBA diplomacy and Houston Rockets GM? I doubt it. What? No, this is a it's huge a great game. Story. People love the game. It's a huge story. That's what everything was well, geared toward. That whether it be NBA 2K, whether it be maybe one day we'd have a team. You can, but you wave. can forgive viewers for being confused because human rights has not been framed as the main motivation for these trade talks. Ooh. And all of a no. sudden, now it is? Well, look, I, it would always, I had always noticed, and I'm sure a lot of other people, was that, that doesn't the president care about what's happening in Hong Kong? Yesterday, uh, uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren, David is still, I think, a putative frontrunner, came out very much in favor of uh, free speech in Hong Kong and, and what, what the general manager, she came out in favor of what the general manager of the Houston Rockets said. It was kind of remarkable. I mean, she's. I keep telling everyone that, if, including President Xi, if he watches this show, which I don't know, um, that they think that they've got they can wait out Trump. Well, they better hope Biden gets elected because nobody's tougher than Senator Warren. Nobody. She actually cares about religious freedom. She cares about Hong Kong. And by the way, she says no talks until they stop polluting. Can you imagine? Remember the president, I think he's pro-pollution, right? I mean, with the, you know, pro, I, that's presented I that's wrong. In his, that he doesn't plan. think the pollution causes 
as much problems as, say, Senator Warren does. Right. We're, we're going to have yeah. All right. Okay. This is the most important story in business right now. The NBA because, story or the no, China they, or they, they linked story. it to religious freedom. Now, now, the October speech at the Hudson Institute by Vice President Pence, religious, religious freedom. I told you that was like the container. George, that was the you always come back to that I very back hard, because, hawkish speech. Because that was a speech that they are the Soviet Union. They are the new. And remember, the whole point of Pence is the term that we used to use in this country, especially the State Department, after they lost China for us. Godless. Talk about a godless administration. The Chinese economy of today has far eclipsed anything the Russian economy or the Soviet economy, I should say, could have ever dreamed about, right? Yeah, but but godless is godless. That sounds soporific. No, I mean, like, Pence is talking about the regime being godless. Now, I know that, that Russia was small, but when the Pope turned against Russia in the early 70s, good luck. Okay, you know, I know that China's not going to be turned on religious freedom, well, but this is important. I mean, the, the, um, Vox has a nice piece up today arguing that the reason a lot of U.S. interests were swarming into China was the hopes that free markets and business and capitalism would change their view. That's why they put them in the... That's when they put them in the WTO, was that they thought that there'd be a relaxation it of would, some yeah, of these things. Yeah, be a bit of indoctrination, uh, right? Welcome to the party, guys. This is how we all do it. I don't know. Not happening. Not happening at yeah. all. I mean, I think that it, the trade talks, the market went up very, you know, the Nasdaq went up big last week because the hope of trade talks that Larry Kudlow talked about. You know, look, Larry likes to talk, talk about the talks because that's how you get things going. You sit in a room. But you don't get the talks going by saying there are a list of 28 Chinese organizations that are suddenly on an entity list. Of course, they were added. There were some others. But this is, guys, this is the most important story out there. Unless you want me to talk about You want me to talk about a, a Domino's pizza? We are going to get to Domino's, actually. Talk about how sharp that suit looks on Carl. David, you continue to, to try to get away from the core issues. <laughs> We will get Kramer's mad dash. NBA diplomacy is the most important. I wish we had a Strauss Zelnick one. Yeah. NBA 2K. Uh, We'll get the opening bell, obviously. Uh, Domino's uh, is down in the pre-market on a miss. And some disappointing comps. Inflation soft. Uh, We'll talk about the Turkish lira. Who knows? But right now, futures are down. (laughs) Back in a minute. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. 
That's yahoofinance.com. Welcome back to Squawk on the Street. Let's get to a, a mad dash as we get you ready for an opening bell 13 minutes from now. Snap. David, I don't know if you're coded for the talks at Goldman Sachs. They're rather remarkable. They call, you know, they bring in CEOs. Yes. You are coded. Uh, I have listened. Well, then you might have seen when the Snap CEO, Evan Spiegel, whom I've come around and think you're a great guy, you come on Mad Money anytime you want. David, what do you think of the number of snaps that are created on Snapchat every day? Because your son and my kids, or my daughter, used to for more, are, this is the way they communicate, David, because it's a camera company. How many do you think are created each day? I, I just give me a guess. I have no idea. Uh, Tens of millions. 3.5 billion. A day. A day. That's what I found out from the Goldman. That's a lot. Goldman. Now, David, what does that mean? It means why you need the Apple 11. Have you seen the difference between the Apple 11, say, and the Apple 8? David, one is cinematography and the other is Kodachrome, okay? So this is, you need the Apple 11 in order to have really good snaps, not just because of Instagram, okay? So now you know why that phone is selling so well. That, so I'm, this is a read-through of uh, Evan Spiegel, he gave a nice talk. He's, you know, terrific. When it comes to your really close friends and the people you care a lot about, you want to be able to convey emotion. Videos and photos allow you to convey emotion in a way that's just not possible with text. David, conveying emotion has always been a problem for me. I think I know how I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to have to start snapping. Are you really? I'm not on no Snap. You're not? No. I thought that, that that's how insider traders used to send the things before Preet Bharara got wise way, to them. Right. But, David, I think that this is what, again, the 11. I urge people to go see photos made in the 11 versus others. It is not an evolution. It's a revolution. But so nobody. This ended up being more a story about Apple than Snap. Not a story. More of a, a discussion. Yeah. Uh, who cares about um, No, I happen to like Evan Spiegel very much. But, look, in a, in a morning where it comes down to. Uh, the general manager of the Houston Rockets creating our foreign policy. I'd like to talk about how Evan Spiegel is driving Apple. Okay. All right. We're going to go back to the general manager? No. It's sure David, we'll I, here's what I have to say. Trust the process. That's the Sixers. NBA, trust the process. That was the Sixers uh, long time. Yeah, but that guy, I think he was a disciple. Because they, by the way, he's the most important GM in the league. People seem to forget about that. He's the godfather. Oh, the, the Houston Rockets guy. Yeah, he's the godfather. Yeah. All right. We are going to talk more about the NBA and China. I'm sure of it. We'll also get to some, uh, I like to focus on ESG. I've got a little ESG. ESG? Yeah, something around the What, what stock is that ESG? I'm going to tell you when we come back on Squawking Street. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com now. 
What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Take a look at futures here. Obviously, uh, doubts ahead of uh, U.S.-China trade talks, but it's still a long week ahead. Dow futures down almost 200. Opening bell just a few moments away. You're watching CNBC Squawk on the Street, live from the financial capital of the world. The opening bell in just over four minutes, a busy Tuesday morning as we await U.S.-China trade talks. Uh, PPI September, Jim, down three-tenths, core down three-tenths. Uh, year on year, though, we barely managed 2%. I still think it gives you room, if you have a slowdown, for Powell to make a move. We're talking about October cut. Uh, how bad is the economy? I continue to get the same read which is that domestic strong, international. I have David Farr on tonight for Emerson. Emerson's just representative of what happens when you're trying to do business overseas. Did you, did you guys read over the Carnival Cruise? Because there's still some number cuts coming. You know, Europe, Europe is so weak, even in cruises. And you know, people forget Thomas Cook hurt travel from Britain. And Brexit's hurting travel. We do not talk enough about how bad Europe really is. I think there's a slowdown, of, a, a step-down function in Europe that we just do not seem to address enough. Well, there are, and there are reports as well this morning that the Brexit talks are not going well no, at all. No, they're not. Between uh, the U.K. and the E.U. Uh, at this point, I guess some talks between Johnson and uh, Chancellor Merkel. Johnson is wily. Well. Johnson doesn't come off as wily. First in his class, you know, I mean, he's, a, he's very smart. Very smart guy. In the meantime, what do we have? We have companies like GE uh, universally panned that uh, pension program. Universally panned is a sign of desperation. GE being a, a part of uh, GE, Boeing. These are com- GM. When are we going to talk about how bad that is? Uh, holy, you know, it's only 45,000 versus, say, hundreds of thousands. But th- you can't. This is a shutdown. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the number of layoffs now is 10,000 in North America, right, if you include Mexico and Canada, right. as their supply chain uh, collapses on day 23. Do you not see a pickup in, uh, in unemployment, uh, which would be uh, Hobson's choice here? We want the Fed, the bulls want the Fed to cut, but they also want the earnings to hold up. And so far, yeah, I mean, so Pepsi's numbers were good and Costco's numbers were good. Costco was initially thought to be not, but the stock's been straight up. But I, I think that we're going to see, you take a look at a Nike. Nike just reported. It was fabulous in China. But Nike's got to deal with the sports ministry to keep Chinese people in shape. Do they boycott Nike, David? Isn't that the logical one? We, now, I don't think they do because they're in league with the... Uh, with the administration, Starbucks is going straight, straight down from 99 to 85. Is that a possible one? I don't think so. They hired, they hired hundreds of thousands of people, which leaves KFC, but that's Yum China. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how they retaliate in a visible way. I think they can retaliate on Apple, 
but Apple's a gigantic employer. For what? Retaliate for what? What are they retaliating for now? For the the, the, the 28 companies that we've added to the list? I would would say so. And and Adam Silver. What works? And Adam Silver. Adam Silver, they got billion. Look, what? Half half a billion people watch the NBA in China. You know how China works. They they can shut that down. Eunice, you get shut down for saying some stuff. She's our person. Yeah, but they do want to keep social unrest to a minimum. If you deny people their NBA, they might get upset. Why do you make a joke of this when this is so important? Say again? Why do you make a joke of this? I'm not making a joke of it. I'm being uh, dead It's serious. no joke. Their, their statement is literally, we believe any speech that challenges social stability is not within the scope of free speech. Yeah, I mean, look, their response they, just, they basically said Adam Silver is on the wrong side of history. Adam Silver's insistence of free speech... But, you know, then there's other people who say, let's let's sacrifice free speech on the altar of dollars. That, again, is what's going to get Senator Warren elected. Let's get the opening bell here at the S&P 500 at the CNBC Real-Time Exchange. At the big board, it is Dick Sporting Goods. CEO Edward Stack celebrating a new book on yep. Squawk earlier Stock this morning. Stock does well. He's on it. Remember, he did pull guns after Parkland. Uh, stock's going up since then. At the Nasdaq, it's uh, Metro City Bank shares, a Georgia corporation and bank holding company. Jim, you mentioned all those consumer names. Do you want to handle Domino's? Uh, Misses by two cents. I've got Domino's on tonight. This is the the real drop that we've been waiting for, which is a recognition that things have changed. I think that there are a lot of people who felt that what would actually happen is that one day, and Rich said this on Bad Money, that they can't, these delivery companies can't keep playing. They have to. To, they, their, their numbers are going to be too horrible. Doesn't matter. They haven't said that. This is a yum is a good buy off this. Yum is yum is good buy. No China. They have delivery. Very good. Uh, Domino's. The principal thing they had going was great delivery. Sure. And if everybody has delivery, then what's so great about Domino's? I'd have to like the taste of it, but. You know, this is a Cowan note. We find the timing of the new guidance injunction strange as the company fiercely defended the prior three to five range for the September 6th. September 6th. That wasn't that long ago, September 6th. By the way, uh, Comp Sub 2-4 is the lowest in seven years. Amazing. Uh, it is the 34th quarter of positive comps. Yeah. I mean, not everybody well, can that's say you, that. They should not get bad. credit for that. They should get credit. Um, and they're still ahead of uh, restaurant brands. Uh, which is positive, uh, but the stock. And I know last week there was a piece. It was Wedbush put out a piece about the future of Domino's post this meeting. So I don't want to give up on Domino's. I'm going to speak to them tonight. But I always like it when companies get realistic and they guide down so they can beat McCormick. McCormick guided down and then they beat it, and that stock's on fire. So maybe what's a recognition that there is a, a bit of a change in the delivery business will now allow Rich to be able to say things that I think will boost the stock. This market's ugly. Only one only down. one Dow stock in the green, Coke, and that barely. Uh, Nike is the worst performer, Jim. Oh, yeah. Mark Parker does not address uh, issues. You're not going to hear Mark Parker come out. Boy, wouldn't that be something if Mark Parker, if they, you know, Kaepernick... Remember when Kobe was on? We had Kobe on the other day when you guys were delivering Alpha, and we asked him about their stance on Kaepernick. Why do they take such hard lines on social issues? He said it's about the athlete. Do you really see Nike saying anything but a full-throated defense of the athlete? 
I think it's a good time for Nike to be in quiet period. I don't know. Nike is a company that they have a conscience, too. They're um, companies with consciences. Remember ESG, David? A lot of people in ESG. It's about conscience. Well, it, is, it, it does put these companies in an interesting position where it's clear that what the Chinese government is going to ask of them, which is don't say anything about our, what we view as our business, so to speak. Uh, and their expe- the expectations of their shareholders and their employees and potentially their customers and their endorsers in terms of another area. Right. It does. It puts you in a tough position. I don't know what you do right now. No, nobody Parker, knows. Parker, if you feel like you're pressured in some way to say something or well, if you're just, stay quiet. Well, I think if you stick a microphone in Mark Parker, CEO of Nike's face, and say, what do you think? I think you'd have to say we're studying. That's we're it? Studying. You're studying the, the issue? What are you supposed to say? I really side with Adam Silver. I side with, with the Houston Rock. It's also interesting to me that corporations are taking the in some ways, the role that typically has been held by government in speaking about well, these things more forcefully. And I'm not just talking about freedom of speech. A range of issues. Are you talking about the PepsiCo bond, or are you talking about the new book by, by Mark Benioff about how business is the greatest platform of social change? Well, I'm talking about both, but specifically this morning, I'm glad you mentioned the PepsiCo bond, a billion-dollar bond from the company, part of our we talk so often about this ESG, environmental social governance movement. They issue a billion-dollar bond, what they call a green bond, guys, that's going to fund a series of key initiatives to advance their sustainability agenda uh, at Pepsi. Uh, they're talking about things like sustainable plastics and packaging being a recipient of funds from the, uh, from the billion dollars, decarbonization of operations in the supply chain, and water sustainability. Those, amongst other things, are also hiring, effective immediately, a uh, chief sustainability officer. Well, so that goes, obviously, to their customer base right. and to their employees. But it, it's exactly what we've been talking well, about, the rising importance of this focus beyond just simple shareholder value. I was surprised how little they emphasized SodaStream. SodaStream is incredibly environmental, and it just doesn't get talked about. And I think that that's something they could really talk about it in a positive way, but maybe they will do it. Uh, just to go back to Domino's for a second, I, I want to go back again. Everyone's been waiting for them to down to slow to put new floor on their numbers. So when it happens, I don't want to confuse people at home. So when it happens, it's viewed as positive by people who have been waiting for a realistic assessment by Allison about how Domino's has got to lower their growth rate. That is something that I think is going to be part of the theme of this quarter. Not as bad as feared, Naboth. Naboth is part of, <laughs> Naboth, David, is part of what, what's happening with Domino's. Now, PepsiCo, I don't know, they had a great quarter, uh, and the stock's been soggy of late. Uh, they've been the leader. Remember Indra Nui? Rings they, a bell. I went to a Aberdeen Proving Ground, ground plan for Sun Chips. David, because of what? Nothing. That was funny. With, with potatoes, they were able to have... A water-neutral plant. It's the water out of potatoes. It was a long time ago. She was so forward-thinking, and they remain at the forefront. Sustainability. What's the difference between sustainability and stuff that is longevity? I mean, for instance, sustainability 
to me, let's say you're involved with clothes. Well, they want to replenish 100% of the water they consume from the manufacturing. But they are. I'm right. saying that's the way they no, do things. By 2025. They'll do it ahead of time. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's the same that's year that promise. Unilever has pledged this week that's to cut oh their God. new plastics use. So maybe deodorant now comes in a cardboard tube. Maybe you take your shampoo bottle back into the store and get it filled again. Uh, These are what's going to happen. Now, we're terrible recyclers in this country that... Uh, when I met with Church and Dwight recently, remember, they were the original of the cardboard box. Well, it's also unclear exactly what happens to our recycling. Since back to China, they don't take it anymore. They were a huge recipient of much of our recycling. The new so it's not clear. Like in New York City, they pick it all up, but frankly, I'm not sure where it's all going. Well, the new plastic is so much cheaper because we've built so many plants in this country. It's hard for the recycled plastic to compete right. with new plastic. So how do you do that? you got to figure that out, too. If I don't know. You're not going to be able to do it by just making Everlane shoes 40% plastic, right? Actually, they're attacking the Ganges. There's 10 rivers that are responsible for all that, all the plastic in the oceans. They're starting with the Ganges, Jim Fitterling. I was going to mention Dow. Yeah. What? Well, how does it all impact the stock of Dow, all this conversation about plastics? I don't know. It yields 6%. Nobody seems to care. Even though they have the cash flow to cover without a problem. 6.2% yield. All right, 6.2%. So I got off by 6.26%. I'm off by... We do have a couple of good notes today. I wasn't correcting you. (laughs) Yeah, you were. No, I wasn't. No, you were trying to make fun of me. I was not. I was actually saying how right you were. Jeffries what? takes Microsoft to a buy, a clear path to double-digit revenue I growth like that. for the foreseeable future. And then uh, Ray J initiates Target, strong buy. Yeah, One Target's, of the best earnings upside Target's stories in retail. That's a part of Watch, David, which is Walmart, Amazon, Target, Costco, and Home Depot. Thank you. Another yes. positive piece about I Home like Depot actually, this morning. I like actually the colors are very pretty when they put that when up. They put up where's wall, my watch? Graph, Can we have our watch video, please? I really, that's very, I like the colors. Let's, let's move on. It might take a little bit to build that, too. I think there's, there's so much opportunity right now in the non-China stocks and in the companies that, if you go over to the Costco quarter, Rich Galanti, who's a genius CFO, he's saying, look, we'll switch. We can find places. They only have 3,800 SKU shopkeeping units, but they are able to find. They can switch. They can, you know, it's, China, it is. look at that. Pretty Will colors. You? I love those pretty colors. You know, China is, can be marginalized. I think that's the, the point of it. China can be marginalized. Much more easily than we think. As a supplier, you're saying, for example, yes. into these. Into I mean, it is true. Like when you go and you look up. And my wife had a really nice uh, jacket. It was a leather jacket. It looked like a cowboy jacket. Look at made in China. Made in China. You know, people are going to look down at that eventually. But, you know, the larger issue that some will bring up is we're going to have two separate systems in terms of the global economy. And that's not necessarily good for anybody. For efficiency. Well, maybe the Chinese we'll China-led system, and we'll have the U.S.-led. Well, maybe system. the Chinese have cave. Countries left to choose. Maybe the Chinese cave agree that they're not going to steal our intellectual property anymore. Like the Micron lawsuit. I mean, no less than the New York Times, which is often referred to as fake news by our president, president of the United States, had an unbelievable piece last year about how Micron uh, was through Justice Department, and Micron had all its major, major plants stolen. The things that they had. Yeah, Micron hangs in there. There is no Apple doubt hangs in there. Look, Apple's, no Apple's, point. yeah, Apple was up briefly a moment ago. Well, There's that's no it. doubt that the stealing intellectual property is part of a part of a systematic. How about fentanyl? Plan. What are you hearing, fentanyl? I'm not hearing anything. May crack really down bad. nothing. Really, really. May bad. crack down. Do you think the administration isn't conscious of the fact there have been no high-profile arrests for fentanyl in China, even though they made it a controlled substance in May? We have high-profile arrests for. 
Why do you think the Chinese are going to back down? Because the Chinese, in the end, have a lot to lose. As do we all. Yes. But when the when, there's, when the elephants yeah. fight, the grass gets trampled. There you We've go. been saying this for two years. But when are the Germans going to come out and say, listen, we favor the uh, peaceful uh, protests in Hong Kong? When they realize that 25% of their BMWs going there is not enough? Is that what it was? When the Italians recognize it, when a huge percentage of their uh, Lamborghinis go to China, when are they going to stop being like the NBA? Adam Silver, the owners. What? The NBA caved, except for yeah, Adam Silver. Just, there are plenty of countries around the world where there is perhaps where there is not freedom of a lot of kinds, and we don't say anything about it because well, we do business there. This is not about any firms in this country that do a lot of business in countries. Oh, I can think of one in particular that has a lot of oil that do things that we find somewhat distasteful, but we don't care. Well, since you have a mind meld with President Xi, what's going to happen on Thursday? Uh, well, we're not. Uh, yeah, he's going to work on that thinking, processing, hey, rendering. Live long and repress. Yeah. Live long and repress. Got to remember, the best we can hope for is no more tar- The tariffs don't go up. They come away from with that. That's maybe a win. How do they? Th- does he like a wealth tax? Because we have a candidate who likes a wealth tax. I wonder if he thinks there should be a wealth tax. I got several. Yes. Several candidates with wealth did taxes. He ever get, did Steyer get, yesterday unrolling his. I own. saw that. Yeah. How about Joe Side? Did he come out yet on this issue? Brooklyn Nets I owner. I think Joe Tsai was encouraged to a certain extent beyond to speak that. by the NBA. Right. The original right? was very... By the NBA. Yeah. He basically was saying that what business of it is. But I think that was sort of... If you're Joe Tsai, you don't want to raise your hand either. Why would you no. want to? No, you don't. You can't win. Owner How about the, Michael Rubin? Owner of the Brooklyn Nets. How about the Phil- also, of course, the Sixers. of Alibaba, one of the wealthiest men in... Uh, well, the, the I know, the although NBA, he lives most of his time. He's, if, you, time if you look at the owners of the NBA, are they not indeed the wealthiest people in our country? Oligarchs. Some, yeah. They are oligarchs. And I really think that they have to come out soon. Most of them and say, this isn't right. They, back, they should back the GM. Yeah. Um, back to 2907, uh, levels we last saw on Thursday. Let's get to Bob Asani. Bob? Well, trade and tariffs, again, moving the markets. That's just the story right now. And you can just see this right in the sectors and what's been going on here. I just want to show you the futures, though, before we go. Uh, you can see the weakness here. This is the pre-open. Of course, this is when the headlines came out that the U.S. was placing several Chinese technology companies on a blacklist. We took another little leg down here. Oh, this was around 7 o'clock. Uh, or so. You see that move to the downside. There were some vague headlines about possibly seeking, again, to limit investment in China by the U.S. by into a U.S. Uh, from U.S. government pension fund. So two legs down here, and you can see the weak opening uh, that we've had right here. The sectors that are weak, it's the usual cyclical groups. is a very predictable list of companies that move on trade headlines. Uh, banks down as yield moves down. Transports, uh, industrials, which is a larger part of the transports. Retailers, all lower. Uh, general, all these predictable moves here when trade becomes dominant. Uh, if you look at exposure by China, we put these charts up, uh, these screens up so many times about companies that have excessive exposure to China by revenues. Of course, it's the chip makers that always have the biggest exposure. Qualcomm, Broadcom, uh, Intel, uh, very, very large percentage of the revenues coming from mainland China or China and Hong Kong. Uh, others different, uh, Apple about 18 percent, Tiffany, Nike, Boeing, all in the mid-teens, as you can see. Significant, but not as uh, significant as some of the chip makers. Predictably, these are the stocks that are uh, down notably today. If you look at some of the, the movers here, down one 
to 2%, all of them in the same category. So again, very predictable reaction in terms of what's been uh, moving here. Uh, the White House, again, bringing up this idea of, or headlines bringing up the idea of limiting uh, investments in China by U.S. government pension funds. Remember, Mr. Kudlow yesterday seemed to take off uh, the, the, uh, the list of uh, possibly forcing delisting of Chinese companies listing here, but they haven't dropped that idea, this particular idea about limiting investments by U.S. government pension funds. And there's two basic arguments here that are being made. Number one, uh, China provides uh, way too much support to its, uh, its industries over there. Uh, and number two, uh, they don't follow U.S. accounting standards. Well, uh, this is all true, but remember, to a large extent, many countries around the world provide support to their local uh, companies. And also, uh, U.S. accounting standards are generally not used around the world. Even French companies that list here use French accounting standards. So could the accounting standards around the world stand improvement? You're darn right they could. I'm, I'm certainly in favor of that. But remember, uh, nobody's using U.S. listing accounting standards generally. You have to be accredited to a global accounting organization. As long as you do that, you meet those listing standards here. If you take a look at what this is really about, this, this is sort of an assault on the whole methodology about doing global listings. If you look, the U.S. is about 56% of the market capitalization of the world. Japan, seven. Hong Kong's about four. France, U.K., also smaller numbers. You notice mainland China is not on here. That's because the listing is very, very small, and companies like MSCI are increasing the weighting in China, mainland China, as time goes by. That's what's been happening for several years. Whether or not this continues depends upon the course of a lot of these negotiations. Guys, back to you. Bob, we'll see you in a little bit. Bob Bassani. Let's get to the bond pits as well, having already gotten that inflation data this morning. Rick Santelli is at the CME. Hey, Rick. Good morning, Carl. You know, it seems very intuitive to say that interest rates, which are down about four to five basis points across the entire curve, are down because we had such soft PPI. But that really isn't accurate because long before our time zone, we are much higher in yields, and only a basis point or so drifted after the number. Look at a two-day of two-year and realize right around midnight, this thing was around 149. Here we are now at 142, uh, maybe a basis point or so lower than it was based on the weak PPI. The same could be said for tenure. And I'm starting these charts last Thursday when two-year made its fresh cycle low. Tens came close but did not. And if you look at boom yields since the same time, you can see that they started to drift uh, as well, but much earlier than any of our inflation data points. And keep in mind, all right, right now you're around 59 basis points negative in a boon. We're around 152 in a 10. So we are hovering 210, 211 basis points of separation, which happens to be the tightest distance between our two 10-year yields in about 20 months. And the important feature of this is, is that boons keep roughly the same pattern, but they aren't going down in the same speed matching 10-year notes or faster as it was when they were widening. And this is important because it's most likely given us clues about our growth. Finally, the dollar index. It's only up a couple of ticks today, but it's still very close to its highs in early September, as you see on this third week start of August for the dollar index. Carl, David, Jim, back to you. All right, Rick. Rick Santelli. Uh, so we're down about uh, 250 on the Dow right now. S&P down 30. Be sure to check out our podcast. Listen to the opening bell hour of Squawk on the Street at CNBC.com backslash podcasts or wherever you listen to them.
Breadth is weak once again as the S&P is down 33 points. Uh, Dow's down 260 with only UNH uh, in the green of the Dow components. We'll get stopped trading with Jim in a moment. For Jim and stop trading. There are always companies that are in direct crosshairs of something like this 28 entity list that Commerce Department put out. This one is uh, Umbrella. Steve has the best number saying that there's Hickvision and Dowop. Sorry if I pronounce it wrong, added the entities list. That's 15% of the total of revenue of Umbrella. Some say even higher. Could represent both of them 25% of the security camera revenue. So this is the one that is directly uh, in the crosshairs. By the way, it was doing quite well before this. And there's probably a place for their uh, to put those cameras, but you can only imagine that is this the way that the government keeps track of the people who are being repressed? So it, this is all about what I thought I feared the most if you wanted to have a trade deal, which is that we begin getting ideological, talking about uh, retraining, talking about godlessness, uh, talking about free speech, and the Chinese do not have that great a record on this, as we know. You didn't really think it was going to be completely agnostic to those things, did you? No, but I just felt that there's nothing, you know, the NBA has been on a roll. And there's nothing, no GM that is more significant than GM uh, from the Houston Rockets. And the very big repercussions of this uh, should not be lost on people. Because Adam Silver came out today for free speech. And that means to the Chinese government that he has become a public enemy. Uh, certainly some of the... The press coverage we're seeing of silver is bruising in China. Just ridiculous. Jim, what's on Mad tonight? Okay, very too. Emerson, David Farr, very important. Doing a reorganization. They have a ton of business in China. And then Rich Allison, obviously the most important guest today because of Domino's and the reset. Uh, and I think the reset is most welcome. You needed to be able to recognize that these companies that are backed by venture capital, delivery companies, they're not going away. And they've made it so that there's an equality of delivery. It's quite different from the way it's been. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive, AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now.